What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Going the Distance podcast presented by ImmaculateSports.com. Twitter's at ImmaxSports. Instagram, at ImmaxSports. TikTok, Immaculate Sports. It's episode 24. Everybody's here today, including Shami. What's up, guys? Welcome back. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, so couple of moves all across the sports. Uh, we're going to talk about the Carson Wentz trade. We're going to talk about some basketball, Tatis, mega deal. Yeah. And Kyle's got some trivia for us. Trivia is going to be a fun one. Uh, Sean's not going to get a single one right. Uh, <laughs> I probably won't we'll either. give you guys the topic of it after we come back from past right. time. Keep you guys intrigued and on your toes. So, my opener... We're going to get started with mine. Uh, it's the first offseason trade in the NFL with Carson Wentz going to the Colts. Big fan of the NFL offseason. I think everybody is. It's one of the most exciting offseasons there is, uh, whether it's the draft, whether it's free agency, whether it's the trades. There's always drama going on, and Carson Wentz, the Colts, is a big one. For me, I'm going to go to the ring. Like I've been doing pretty a lot recently, honestly. I'm big in hockey season right now. Austin Matthews last week was absolutely amazing for the Toronto Maple Leafs, recording seven goals and five assists in just four games. He's truly le- leading the NHL in goals right now with 16. Someone, no, no one can stop this guy right now. Mine is going to be, oh, man. College basketball, not basketball. Baseball. College baseball, baseball is back. back. Opening weekend started, and the Fullerton Titans won two out of three against Utah. Thanks to the ace, Tanner Beebe, retired the first 16 <laughs> batters in game one with a line of six innings, one hit, one walk, 11 Ks. Nice to have that back. College baseball is fun, man. It doesn't really get the publicity either. No, it should. My opener for today... It is a college basketball game. Of course, it's Michigan again. You know, we got the dub over Ohio State, 92-87. Um, it was very close in this game with our leading scorer being Hunter Dickinson, obviously, 22-9. Obviously. obviously. <laughs> like, everyone knows who Hunter Dickinson is. He's a seven freshman foot, of the year. Seven-foot stunk. Absolute stunk. Uh, can't wait for our next game against Iowa. Really looking forward to the dub. Hey, Brad. Go Boo, Sean. And my best thing I saw was Anthony Edwards' poster on Yuta Watanabe. What a Tanabe? I, think I have it. no clue what his name is. That guy had the dunk of the night. It was so crazy because I was watching it live and <laughs> I looked away for one second and I hear the Minnesota announcers go like, Edwards! I'm like, what just happened? And then it's all over Instagram. It was so funny because one of the cri- there's like some critics on Twitter that were like, oh, Edwards didn't even have a good game. Why is everyone celebrating the dunk? Like, dude, he just posterized the Toronto player. But yeah, moving on to another team that's really strongly connected to Timberwolves this year, and that's our Warriors. We got the dub report, and as right now, the Warriors lost two in a row, but we're heading high right now. Uh, we're actually down by four right now against New York. Wiseman and Looney are back. The Knickerbockers. The Knickerbockers, yeah. But hopefully we come back this game, and as of right now, our record is not what we probably want it to be, but our, our team is better than our record. Be- Bazemore just said that recently, and yeah, I'm going to pass it on to Kyle. All right. Baseball season's coming around. We got our first installment of the A's report, considering that we're all A's fans except for Sean. He's a Tigers fan. And it's, it's not even a baseball not, team. I'm like a high school <laughs> team, bro. It's not looking good for us. I like you have Robbie Grossman, one of the best outfielders. Robbie Grossman can. Uh, I'm not even going to get into it. 
Alright, both pitchers and catchers did report. I'm excited. Uh, the whole team actually got there today, including newcomers in Elvis Andrews, Mitch Moreland, and uh, the rest of the team as well. We made some signings over the last week. And a new closer, throwing 101 plus, it's Chuck Rosenthal. A longtime closer for the Cardinals after they won the World Series. He came up in 2012 and pitched with them through about 2015, 2016. Uh, was out of baseball for a few years, and then went to Kansas City last year, and started going off once again. I uh, got traded to the Padres at the trade deadline, and didn't give up a run over there in San Diego, so it's a pretty big addition for the A's after the loss of reliever of the year, Liam Hendricks. And then we also got a big lefty bat in Mitch Moreland, uh, a guy who's actually kind of terrorized the A's throughout his career, whether it be with the Red Sox or with the Rangers, but he's now coming over to the Bay. And looking to be that big lefty DH in the A's lineup. Very nice. That's going to do it for our openers. Let's get right into the meat and bone of the show. <laughs> with, where's your head at? Where is your head at, Kyle? It's right here. Alright. We'll see where it is after this. Uh, we got Carson Wentz still being the first one. They obviously made that trade over the last week, as I said in my opener. But does this trade make the Colts an AFC title contender? I'm going to say no, just because Buffalo and Kansas City are so far into their run, you know, of contending. Uh, I don't think anyone's going to catch him in the near future. But also, it's kind of too early to tell with Carson Wentz. We don't know which one we're getting. Uh, I, these guys are going to have something to say about that, so I'll... Uh, Hand it off to them. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback off what Skylar said. It's it's too early to know which Carson Wentz you're getting. If you are getting, I'm forgetting the head coach of the Colts right now. Um, Frank, Frank, Frank Reich. Reich. Yeah, Frank Reich. When I believe he was the OC mm-hmm. with the Eagles when Carson Wentz was, you know, in the MVP conversation. Carson Wentz has shown he's been a good to great quarterback in years past. If you're getting that Carson Wentz, then yeah, I think the Colts are a threat in the AFC. Do I think they're as good as the Bills and Chiefs, even if he is? No, I don't. But you can also get the Carson Wentz we've seen for the last couple of years, which is turnover prone, heavy, heavy, heavily turnover prone, and just overall not a great quarterback. If you're getting that Carson Wentz, I think the Colts would be better off with Phillip Rivers for another year. It's it's that simple. So it's just going to depend on which wins you're getting if you're Indianapolis. Yeah, so in Philadelphia, the problem was they were bad with the injuries. A lot of injuries on the O-line. And damn, Indianapolis has one of the best O-lines in the whole entire league. Does make it AFC contenders? I don't know. I don't think so. I think Chiefs and Bills are higher than them. But Carson Wentz is put, good, is put in a good situation because their defense is pretty stout, one of the best in the league. And they got the weapons around them to support them. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, but they're close. I'm going to go off what Alex said, too. Their defense is pretty stacked right now. DeForest Buckner and Xavier Rhodes, you know, two key defenders. Darius Leonard. Darius Leonard. <laughs> say Xavier Rhodes. Darius Leonard is probably Xavier the best. He's pretty good. He's washed. No, it's, it's he's old. It's uh, he's old. Darius Leonard anyway, anyway. and Defoe. And Julius, Julian Blackman. I do not think so. He's good. Or or whatever his name is. It's hard to say. Anymore. He's a Stanford fraud. Bobby. With the addition of Carson Wentz, I still don't think they're going to make the playoffs. You know, ooh, they, ooh, they may not, they may not even win their division against the Titans. Ooh, hey. so, uh, we'll see. I have them winning the division. They're close. They were like a game away. I'm going away from what Sean said. Carson Wentz trade makes the Colts the second best team in the AFC above the Bills. And it's because ooh. Carson Wentz is going to be a, get a completely fresh new start. 
this team is very similar to the Eagles that won the Super Bowl not mm-hmm. too long ago. They have a very good defense. Their weapons aren't quite the same. We saw Zach Ertz and Nelson Aguilar be big pieces for the uh, Pittman's pretty good though. Team, but I think Pittman's gonna be good. Ty, uh, they got a better running back than what the Eagles had with Jonathan Taylor going into his second year, and they got another sixty million dollars that they could spend yeah. in free agency. They could land uh, Allen Robinson or Kenny Galladay. No, 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 stop it, stop it. Those guys are Jets. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> one, one of those guys might be a Jet, but I, I expect the Colts to make a big splash with at least one time. I heard uh, Galladay might get tagged though. So good for you, Sean. I don't think Gall- Galladay, he's not happy in Detroit already. I don't think well, that'd be I don't think that'd be the smartest. Eh. But my boldest take out of this is Ooh. that I think we got an MVP dark horse. Let's go, baby. Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> we'll be in the top five for MVP when it comes to the end of next season. Yeah, I damn right. Yeah. Is he a top ten QB right. right now? No. 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 Hey. But he will be at the end of the season. Flip it, book it. I'm on the Carson Wentz bandwagon. Always have You've been, been on the Carson Wentz bandwagon. I am not. I do think he will be better than he has in the past couple than he has been in the past couple years. I just I don't know. I'm not sold on him yet. Not you sold. Draft somebody. Yeah. Eh. They have Brissett. Not in the first round. They can resign. I think they should somebody. resign Brissett. You know what you know what Cassex? Philly Philly now is thirty three million in dead cap. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it is. Man, that's tough. That's tough. Yeah. That's Thomas, bro. We're going to <laughs> another quarterback now who kind of take has taken a similar career path to Carson Wentz. Former top pick. Uh, was really good. Kind of fell off, or not kind of, really fell off. Yeah. And had some uh, issues with his team. This is Cam Newman. Uh, he was a starting quarterback for the Patriots last year after coming over from Carolina. And his uh, extravaganza, I'd say, would be the yeah. Put it with Carolina, but where does Cam Newman, the 2015 NFL MVP, go next year, and does he start? Well, first off, I think a lot of people in the media need to apologize for making this a race thing because obviously this guy is still hurt. His shoulders wrecked, probably wrecked forever, and there's a reason why he was paid less than a lot of the backups. He he's not a starter anymore. Um, I think he could go to a team. Like, shit, maybe even Detroit or Indy to be uh, emergent. Like a James a higher end backup. Like a James Winston. Yeah, a higher end backup type of guy. Uh, but he shouldn't start anymore. If you look at the current landscape of the quarterback situation across the NFL, I do think Cam Newton is probably a top 32 quarterback or right around a top 32 quarterback. However, I don't think he gets a starting opportunity next year. Watching him play against Niners last year, I think Scott is right. His throwing motion just seems off. It seems like there's something up there. Not as much arm or not as much arm strength as what he showed in his Carolina days. I like Cam Newton. I think he's a really good power runner. I think in the correct situation, he still could be good. I don't think New England was the best situation for any quarterback last year, regardless of who was, you know, behind center. There's a reason why Brady left. Yeah, there there was more problems in New England than just Cam Newton. Uh, I like the idea of him going to a team to be, like like Skyler said, like a Jameis Winston type backup, like an above-average backup, but not, not rely on to be the guy. But in a pinch, you know, if Drew Brees got hurt, if whoever is going to be above Newton got hurt, he can come in and, you know, probably win a team a couple games. Yeah, but Cam said over the weekend, there's not, there's no, uh, not 32 quarterbacks better than me. I'm going to believe that. 
because I think Cam's gonna start next year. I don't know where, but as long I think he has to run him with the right guys. Please don't go to the Jets. Yeah, because <laughs> in New England he was going to uh, Jacoby Myers. Nikhil Harry wasn't even on the field half the season, but I think. But That's even but thing is even in even in Carolina when he went Super Bowl there was his they did not win the Super Bowl. They, I mean, they, went they, they, didn't, they didn't land on the fumble. I mean, maybe if he lands on a bubble. <laughs> Just jump on it. He didn't have the best weapons in Carolina, too, but besides Greg Olson, but... Steve Smith. He was the weapon. No, no, his MVP season. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I think he's still a starting league. It's like, he's he's better than freaking Drew Locke. I mean, that guy sucks, but... Well, hold on a second. <laughs> yeah, but Drew Locke's awfully young. Like, <laughs> okay, okay. there's... <laughs> There's still hope that Drew Locke could, their car. It's could than, develop. It's better than Mitchell I don't think he will, game. but you know, it, it's a tough situation. That's the Nickelodeon player of the game. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> Nickelodeon valuable player. So, yeah. MVP. Alex said, "I do not think there are 32 guys better than than him in the league right now." Uh, I believe he could start for a team, maybe the Jaguars. Or... Trevor Lawrence. You gonna start over Trevor Lawrence? What if they trade the pick? They're not going to trade the pick. If, if the Jaguars trade the pick, that would be possibly the single worst trade in NFL history. <laughs> I don't know, but <laughs> I do think they'll start it next year. I don't, I don't know what team, though. Cam Newman will not be on an NFL roster come uh, week one next year. And this is why, because of Cam's ego, he's not going to go to a place to be a backup. He's going to yeah. go to a place and be a starter. Only way I see him being a starter is if we see like uh, somebody getting hurt early in the year, like tearing their ACL yeah. or something big that they're out for the season, and the team needs a quarterback to go be their starter and be the guy, and that's where Cam Newton comes in. But besides that, Cam Newton's not looking to be a backup. He's looking to be a yeah, starter, yeah. obviously, and he's not going to want to be a backup even if the contract doesn't pay like it. A team I could see is actually Seattle. I don't know what Geno Smith, I believe, is their backup <laughs> right now. But they tend to like athletic run, running style quarterbacks to be their backup. So yeah. that's that's a possible. Even bit. Baltimore, if RG three yeah. decides to retire, mm-hmm. yeah, he's the um, the Carmel Anthony. But again, like I mean, I don't disagree with what you said. I wouldn't be shocked. There's so many Taylor Henneke's out there asking for one point one million. Nick Mullins eight million. Gonna, Nick yeah. Mullins is going to get around that to be a backup somewhere. Bengals backup. Yeah, you watch Bengals yeah. backup Nick Mullins. Actually, him and Burrow are decent. That's a decent one, too. They're pretty similar yeah. quarterbacks. Burrow Burrow's much better. Though, the elite quarterbacks, too. So, might be something to watch for. But, that's not the topic we talk about. We're talking about money in our next one. Sean might not know too much about this one. Because it's about Fernando Tatis and the San Diego Padres. Junior. Yeah, Fernando Tatis. Yes. He signed a 14-year, $340 million contract that keeps him in San Diego. Until he's 36 years old, and Bobby Bonilla will still be getting paid by the New York Mets by the time that this contract is up. He's a genius. Is this contract too much, too little, or just right? Uh, you can put it in your in the perspective of Tatis and in the yeah. perspective as a team. Yeah, so I think this is the right move. Just because deals similar to this that we've seen come to an end so far are what only Albert Pujols so far and you know it, it wasn't a bad move but deals like this usually work out in the long run if it's not a starting pitcher because there's less injury so I'm okay with it keeping um the face of your franchise around well, guaranteed 
Uh, yeah, money-wise, maybe a little too much. But if that's your guy, you give him what he wants, right? Yeah, I think this was I think this was the right move for both the Padres and money-wise for Tatis. I think given his arbitration years, this is around around the right amount. I think Tatis is going to be. I, I think some people will hear might think he's a bit over. I think he's going to be a bona fide top ten player for the next however many years he's in his prime. And even at thirty six, when this contract is set, then he could still be a serviceable, decent shortstop, or maybe move him to second or third, depending on you know where his legs are at. But Tatis in like one hundred thirty six career games, or however many he's played, it hasn't been a lot. He hasn't had a great amount of service time, but he's already shown to be one of the most elite talents and just overall players in this league. Uh, Trout's deal, I believe, was $426 million, Over 10 or 12 years or whatever it was. Um, I don't think he should be getting paid as much as Mike Trout. I think he was smart to you know insure his money now. I think the Padres were smart to insure the star player. And he... This this is a guy who could very well end up being the face of baseball in a couple of years when Trout kind of falls off along with Robert Acuna. He's he's a marketable player. I, I think this is smart on both ends. Yeah, him, Soto, Acuna, those guys are gonna be around the league, faces faces of the league for years to come. But it's pretty smart to lock them up. I mean, why not? He's a stud. <laughs> he's one of the best shortstops in the league. Yeah, I'm not. He's not the best, but if not the best, but yeah, it's good. Um, do you guys remember when uh, Robinson Cano signed? How, was that like 10 years? It, 10 it, years? Was, it was a big deal. I think it was, was eight years. Years. He's still on that contract. Yeah. Right yeah. 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 He signed that a little bit later in his career, though. It's a little bit different. Yeah. Tatis, how old is Tatis? 22? 22. 22. It, yeah. And yeah. I don't think Tatis is a juicer either. So, yeah. No fall off. Also, I, <laughs> but I don't think, obviously, this has to come with championships. They have to win one, in my opinion. They're paying him and Machado. Loads of cash. And Hosmer. And Hosmer, too. But I, I don't see Tatis staying on the Padres this whole entire contract. It's 14 years. I mean, I won't be shocked. They got to mess up really bad for that to happen. 14. Yeah. I mean, by the, probably at the end of the contract, you might get traded. For Are there any opt-outs in the contract? Probably. It's not really how baseball works. Yeah, it's a, I, yeah, I, I kind of doubt it gives it's a 14-year, but... All guaranteed, year, but... I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's all guaranteed money in baseball. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, I don't know much about baseball, but 14 years seems like a long time. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he can almost get a driver's license. Almost. He can almost? (laughs) Still underage, Sean, so I'd watch out. (laughs) But, uh, you know, he's making a boatload of money. He's making 5 mil this year, gonna make 7 mil next year. 2023, he's making 11 mil. So, I mean, it's pretty damn good. Like, to give you some insight, Sean, it's gonna be its second full year this year and he's already on the cover of them will be the this show. is like it's like if luca, if luca signed it's yeah, yeah it's, it's like the luca of baseball, baseball. Yeah. yeah i think that's a pretty fair comparison yeah yeah all right but okay as yeah, Zion. first off as a team better. perspective this is a massive w for them mm-hmm. they got one of the best players in baseball already and they got them younger like you don't see contracts signed by players this young this short into their service time, this big a deal. It's 14 years when they're 22 years old. Usually you see these deals for like somebody that's like a 10, 10 years maybe for someone that's like 30 years old and they're, they're turning yeah. 40. When After arbitration. Yeah. yeah. So he doesn't even have his six years in. Uh, obviously, I think rings are a big part of this. Like I said, you got to win one or two mm-hmm. with this to make it worth it. And then for Tatis, 
I'm surprised he didn't get more money. I know he has arbitration. I know he yeah. has uh, uh, just a, a lot of team control these next four or five years. But 14 for 340? I think he could have gotten at least $400 million from the Padres. Uh, but, I mean, if that's what he wants to do, uh, it's it's really weird to see somebody sign their contract this early, get an extension mm-hmm. like this. Yeah, Ronald Acuna. Yeah, I was just, firing. I was just about to bring this up. The biggest loser in this whole situation might be Robert Acuna, who, in my opinion, is just as good talent-wise and around the same age as Tatis. Acuna, I believe, was last offseason when he signed his extension. Yes. Eight years, a hundred million. Yeah. Which yeah. is. He got shafted. He, but yeah, his, he got his food. contract is also Another just like the team where it's like, like it's really team controlled the first few years. Mm-hmm. And then once he gets past his sixth year, it goes up on You know, yeah. what is Juan Soto going to get paid? Because that guy's going to need, need a lot of money. The problem too. is, though, he's not the fielder yeah. or the base runner. That's but he is. So or Acuna. Yeah. 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 Well, I put him in the Acuna got screwed. I, I don't need to. Well, hundred mil. I mean, right? Do the math. Uh, how many more? If you add four, six more years on that one, it could be at least three hundred. Well, it, it would be around. Does no, if if, if it's the same amount. Does he say what he's getting after? It'd be around uh, one seventy-five. Yeah, it's probably backloaded. I'm sure. Sh- let's see. Average salary of twelve point five million a year. Uh, that's just, that's just yeah, no base. This year in 2021, he's only earning five million, so it's going to be backloaded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's expected, but I got it right here. It's a bargain for bargain for the Braves. The Braves. Uh, yeah, he's going to be averaging 17 the last couple of years of the contract. 17 still million a year. Still low. Is yeah. Bellinger on a big contract right now? He his contract year next year. Yeah, uh, so all in shortstop. There's going to be like seven All Star shortstops. Yeah, one more thing. Going back to the Braves and Acuna, you know what Ozzy Albee's contract is? He, he is a long It's contract. like seven, seven for seven years for 35, 35 Oh, no, he wow. signed that like a year ago. Yeah. Still, that's wow. That's nothing. Well, he like that, he, that's a team control contract. Like King, Scott Kingery signed like a seven-year extension before even <laughs> what was in the league. Yeah, the like, thing is though, that's that's security. If you ever yeah. get injured, you yeah. can always support your family. And, and Kingery hasn't that. been that good. I'm sure yeah. he's making more well, off that contract. He's not. He's not bad, but he, he's not. He's not what people expected him to be when he first came up. But that's gonna do it for first time. Yeah, stick it that time. Welcome to halftime, everybody. We're gonna start it off with Kevin Mather, Mariners president and CEO, resigns after. Some interesting comments we made about non-English speaking baseball players. There's more than that, but there's yeah, it's got to be off. It's, it is some racist. I'm not stuff. even really aware of this headline. Here's, I'm so he, this. here's what ESPN says: Mather apologized Sunday after his comments to a Rotary Club surfaced, including him calling the English speaking capabilities of members of the organization terrible. I don't think this is a shot at non-English speaking athletes, but it's just something you can't do in public. You can't, especially a president of of an MLB team. You just can't do it. So, that's tough. Yeah, like I said, I'm not super aware of the situation. It sounds like his word choice probably wasn't the best, but I don't think it was, it didn't sound like it was super ill-intended. So, I'll, I'll just leave it yeah. at that. I, I'm, I'm not completely sure the whole no ordeal so i'm not going to get too much into it so. so yeah back to what skylar said um 
So Julio Rodriguez. Yeah. The yeah. prospect, he posted on Twitter. Oh, prospect. He posted on Twitter, he's like, and I took that personally because of his comments. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, they have a couple young outfield prospects who are going to be... That outfield with okay. Kyle Lewis, Rodriguez, and Kellen Hicks might be really scary as an A's fan. Is it, though? They're not making playoffs. It's the Mariners. I'm not saying they'll make... But, like, just that outfield. I, I don't know if there will necessarily be a good team. You need more than three outfielders. You need pitching. You need all of that. Hey, the last time they had three good outfielders, they won 100 and, what, nine games? What? <laughs> yeah, but even then... And they haven't made the playoffs since then, so... Well, they did have a Hall of Fame uh, outfielder, too. They, they did. only made the playoffs once. With. Yeah, they did. Ichiro. That reminds me of another Hall of Fame outfielder in the division. But, uh, <laughs> my drop. Yeah. Anyways, uh, speaking of top year. prospects, guys, spring training is starting next week. Um, so, I wrote, what's one player you're excited to watch in spring training? I cheated a little bit. I got two of them. And they're not ace players. I figured uh, these guys would... Would want to see that, so I expanded a little bit. There are two Marlins prospects. Outfielder J.J. Bladé and right-handed pitcher Max Meyer. Two former first-round picks are going to get a chance to prove themselves this spring for Miami. And I watched these guys in college. They're beasts. I'm ready to see him take the next step. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I actually will go with an A's. I didn't really come into this uh, segment super. Pre- I I'm pretty sure he was in spring training last year. Robert Paulson. Uh, I believe 16 or 17. Watson, he, he's, he's 17. 17-year-old age shortstop pro- prospect. Uh, international signee a couple years ago. I believe he signed him when he was like, what? 16. 16. Uh, supposed to be an absolutely athletic, or electric athlete. I'm looking forward to seeing him, you know, play some hopefully bigly capable arms. You know, play a little shortstop. Just see what he's got. Switch hitter. Uh, still has got time to grow into what right now is a... Real raw, lengthy body, but I know I'm. I'm looking forward to seeing him. Yeah, yeah. I probably know who Kyle's gonna pick, but <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, Jason Dominguez on the Yankees. Oh, that dude's a tank. Yeah, tank. He's a tank. He is, he's literally the second coming of Giancarlo Stanton. He might Except be bigger. Than it's like five percent. But then again, he's 17, right? He could grow. Here, Sean, look at this, look at this dude. Oh, yeah. This dude's 17. Six foot four, his junior year of high school. Seventeen trophies. Yeah, I'm surprised he didn't say uh, Brian Hayes. Well, I, I saw him last year. He's he already in the big. Yeah. Okay, yeah. uh, I know what you're gonna say so. All right. Uh, first off, Watson. I have seen reports that he's extremely inconsistent. Yeah. With his, like, uh, just how he plays and stuff. So it's. I mean, perhaps another Lazarito. Uh, I expected him. He's seventeen. No. Uh, yeah, but I'm I'm going with two players. First off, my favorite player, uh, not a and he's he's a minor leaguer right now. It's Austin Martin. Yeah. Uh, probably be playing center field for the Blue Jays. Uh, not this year, not next year. Probably years after that though. Uh, he's a he's a beast. Alex doesn't believe it for some reason, but right in front of him. And my second player is A's uh, first round pick last year, and Tyler Soder goat. Uh, Soder Strom. Yeah. Looks like he's going to be a beast. There's been some rumors around Ace Camp saying that they don't believe he's going to be the catcher. No, I've heard he's pretty good in left field, though. But he, yeah. he's a really yeah. good hitter. Friends uh, with Ben Hansen. Oh. One more guy. Um, I believe he's had he's cracked MLB, but Michael Kopech yeah. coming back off of, I think, just sitting out last year for the White Sox. Absolute gas. Throws 100 as a starter. He's, he's electric. I, I'm, I'm hoping he... 
bounces back from his off year or yeah. season off, whatever you want to call it. So. Sean, hey. you got any uh, Tigers? You want to see? Tigers? No, I don't really watch Spencer Torkelson, Sean. Yeah, Sean, number, number three prospect in the, the league. In the league right now. Oh, Casey Mize? Casey Mize. Yeah. What's the football? You guys got a couple good prospects. There's uh, Riley Green, number 21. Oh, what about Hunter Green? Is he back from Tommy John yet? Well, he should be. The Tigers have five dudes in the top 25. Yeah. Tariq Schoolboy, Matt Manning. That's what happens when you have the first pick for us. <laughs> you guys got some... And then, and then it stops there. That's the last one in top 100. It is? Yeah. The star part's over the need, though. That's true. Well, uh, college baseball opened up this weekend, like I said. Uh, a couple of big headlines. Start off with Ole Miss, ranked number one in the nation. They swept TCU. That's a great way to start off the year. And uh, another team, us in this room have a pretty close connection to because of one player. I'll get to that, though. Uh, Wait. What? Wait, what? I know, well, I know a lot of college baseball players. Well, Vandy. Man, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we'll start it off with uh, Vandy sweeping right state to start off the year. They played uh, two games yesterday, a doubleheader. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Kumar Rocker, projected number one pick, had four innings, three walks, eight Ks. If he can stay healthy and limit the walks, he'll... He should be number one He's to the Pirates. Right yeah, he should be the yeah. And another guy I think is a sleeper number one pick, Jack Leiter. Top five pick for sure. The nephew of Al, Al Leiter, yeah. the former Mets pitcher, went five innings, one hit. Actually, I think he went six. Is he a lefty? This is well? wrong. No, he's a right. He's a right. He's a right. 101. Yeah, he, he did hit 101 a couple times this weekend. But he went uh, six innings, 11 Ks, no walks. Yeah. That was awesome. And also, guys... The big reason we're talking about Vandy, Brett Hansen, former Foothill High School lefty, is going to start against who are they playing against? Sorry, it, 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 it's not a well-known. It's, it's, it's like, <laughs> uh, I forget. It's like Western Kentucky. It is Western Kentucky. Yeah. Yes, tomorrow at two thirty. I think it's only on SEC. Yeah, me and Kyle's former teammate. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to watching him. But now uh, we're done with baseball for now. On to football. A couple of vet QBs. Looks like they're going to come back. Drew Brees, Ben Roethlisberger. Start off with Big Ben. Uh, he had a good meeting with the owner of the Steelers. Looks like he's going to come back for at least one more year, be the starter there in Pittsburgh. And Drew Brees never announced his retirement. Uh, we don't really know what's going to happen with that, but so far it doesn't look like he's done. What do you guys think about if that? I, if I'm a Saints fan... I mean, like, Drew Brees, you got to know it's time. Like, he, he kind of already had a send-off. His his talent, like, he, he's obviously still a great mind in football, but his just arm strength and uh, ability to make plays on the field has not completely diminished, but it's diminished a lot from what he was yeah. earlier in his career. Most definitely nowhere near his prime. Uh, and, you know, if I'm a Saints fan, just... Hang up the cleats, Drew. See, I, I would like to see Breeze come back, and I, I think a lot of his arm issues, interceptions, whatever issues he had last year were due to injuries. If he's able to get healthy over the offseason, I'd like to see what he can do. But with that all being said, if I'm the Saints, I'm having I'm having a backup plan just in case it's just not there. I know he's a franchise, or not franchise guy. Oh, yeah, franchise guy, all-time state, Hall of Famer, top. Yeah. Probably five quarterback of all time, close top ten. It's close. Top ten for sure. Statistically, yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. I I would love to see him hopefully get healthy and you know regain some of his former form. Don't know if it's going to happen. And Big Ben, 
I, it sounds like he's going to come back on a restructured contract mm. to free up some money for the Steelers. For the backup? Yeah, I mean, it, it's... <laughs> I I would like to see the Steelers bring in Sam Darnold or someone just to, uh, you know, get ready for... Because I think Ben only has... I think both these guys only have one more year left if they do decide to come back. Yeah, Drew Brees, you got to hang up the cleats now, dude. He lost... He took the, uh, Tom Brady took his butt down. Defense, he did. Yeah, but. that sounds a little weird. Yeah, that sucks, bro. Hey, but get him on the lips too. Hey, but Big Ben, I think he should come. He's gonna come back. I I'm pretty sure it's me Pittsburgh. Like he had a good season. He had, um, they need a run game. Well, James Big Ben has any chance to play for any other team besides Pittsburgh? <laughs> no. Sure. James Conner did not play. He kind of yeah, fell off too. But uh, like Big Ben had th- 33 touchdowns, 10 picks. A bunch of quarterbacks would take that in the league right now. But all right. we all know it's all about their defense. Yeah. 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 And I know it. You're gonna get touchdowns when you throw the ball sixty times a game. Yeah, that's just like how it is. It's Most. like they're running Hawaii's offense out there. It doesn't work in college, so why would it work in the NFL? Yeah, but guys, I did see a. Uh, sorry, I'll let you go after this. But I saw Drew Brees photoshopped in a Broncos jersey today. Ew. Ooh, I, don't know. I, I don't know at all. both of those guys, if they play another year, it's going to be with their respective franchises. Yeah. yeah. Uh, with Drew Brees, um, I think if he does come back and he does not, he has a very poor season, it's going to look bad on him. Um, he's already, you know, his talents have diminished, as Kyle said. So uh, I don't think, you know, going out, you know, the way he didn't play off was respectable. So I think he just retire now. Uh, with Big Ben, I still think he should come back the next year. You know, they, they still have a very good chance to fight for the division. Um, they, they put up a good fight against the Ravens. So uh, I'd like to see him back. Yeah, so uh, former first-round offensive tackle Isaiah Wilson says he's done with Titan football. <laughs> How about that? I mean, I, he looked like a head case from the moment he was drafted. And it's just, this is interesting because he's obviously a guy with talent and potential. But who's going to take a shot on him? Belichick? Like, Maybe. Maybe. Maybe turn him into a wide receiver. Drop, <laughs> drop 150 pounds. Oh, my God. Maybe. He came into camp overweight, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, all, all jokes aside, I could totally see the Patriots taking a chance on a guy like this. Yeah, it's it's a very Patriot move. Looks like they flopped on Isaiah Wynn, tackled from that same class. So, Sure. Yeah. Anyone else have Isaiah? I, I don't No, Isaiah was drafted last year. He was a 2020 first round draft pick. Yeah. He is done with... Football as a Titan. Yeah, he later deleted the tweet. Yeah, he, uh, uh, he only put four snaps his rookie season. Uh, he was placed on the non-football injury list. Oh boy! And <laughs> that's pretty much all we've seen him. Right tackle, couple run-ins with law enforcement, mm-hmm. and he just seems like for a guy who's playing four snaps, he's too much off the court stuff to deal with. If I'm an NFL coach or GM, I. Yeah. I don't think I'd be willing to take a chance, but I'm sure someone out there will. So. I saw uh, national mock drafts. Uh, page on Instagram, actually a pretty good football information page. Yeah. Uh, they put enough the grades for each of the, the 2020 first round draft picks, and uh, we saw like Rug- I'm looking at Rugs and Arnett. Obviously, that's the first thing that my eyes gravitated towards is like C, C minus. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some other picks that are like a like Herbert and stuff, and then there's Wilson with F minus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was rough, but uh. Not a good, not a good pick. I don't think. Also, uh, Skyler, we got some news for you. Uh, Illinois went down. Your boys. My boys, Coffee Cockburn, lost. Yep, they lost. Oh. Michigan State. Man, 
<laughs> that's disappointing. This this guy, well, I I didn't really know much about him, so I'm doing like he's considered jumping off a building when chased by cops at a party. He's had a DUI where he struck a concrete wall with a vehicle. What a, what a guy. I, he, he just sounds like a loser. I don't. I wouldn't want this guy in my in my franchise. Well, that settles it. Well, uh, if you guys, anyone listening, are big on uh, NFL draft Twitter, like I am. Probably no one's as big as mine, but I've checked in once in a while. You've noticed that there's a little bit of controversy with who's quarterback one of this draft class. Uh, obviously, you know, the uh, average viewer of college football <laughs> would stay at Trevor Lawrence, but for some reason, Zach Wilson and Justin Fields are up there. <laughs> My top five quarterbacks haven't really changed at all. I'm sticking with number one's Trevor Lawrence, number two's Justin Fields, number three's Trey Lance, number four is Zach Wilson, number five is Mac Jones. I I don't really think Maybe yeah. Lance and uh, Wilson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think the whole Trevor Lawrence is the number one. It's a whole bunch of smoke. I don't know what the smoke is doing because I don't. Think I don't think it was even by Jacksonville. Yeah, I, think, I don't think Jackson Jacksonville is not trying to fool anyone. I don't think. I think they know what they're doing. I I still have Lawrence. I I'm a big Zach Wilson fan. I'd put him probably three, maybe even two. Him and Fields are interchangeable, and then probably Lance and Mac Jones. Um, I think those five are. I, I mean, I think those are the top five, no matter which way you put them. Yeah. But I, I don't buy the whole Trevor Lawrence isn't the number one quarterback in this class. He's been the number one quarterback in this class since he was like a junior in high school. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. So you saying that gives me some Deshaun Watson college vibes when he was so underdoubted when coming out of college. Underdoubted. Underdoubted. Underdou- who? Under. Highly doubted. Highly doubted. <laughs> underdoubted. Oh. Okay. <laughs> confused me but uh, <laughs> <laughs> i don't really agree with that either i do think trevor lawrence is the best qb coming into this class you know i didn't really watch much of zach wilson but stood uh, you know but what, what, what I've seen, Mahomes, Mahomes, John. but what i've seen from byu highlights he's, he's pretty damn good so but i still well, take trevor lawrence over him I, I think we do have to watch out for the giants hitting cam newman though and don't get on gardner Minshew. Yeah, come on Hey, I mean, Sean has Cam Newton going to the Jacksonville Jack. Maybe that's the smoke. They're going to sign Cam. Trevor Lawrence gets passed at the number one, and then the Jets pass on him. As the well. Jets, they're they pick the up Jets, keep don't know. They they draft an offense tackle. Jets draft Devontae Smith. <laughs> no, we don't. Rashad Bateman, Nico Collins, twenty three. Actually, all right, but anyway, he's he's undrafted. I know. <laughs> Coming back. Coming back. Well, last week we talked about a couple of NBA big men trying to break free, find a new home. Uh, it wasn't Drummond, it wasn't Griffin, but DeMarcus Cousins and the Rockets reached a buyout. He's been released. Gets to choose wherever he goes now. How about that? I would love to see DeMarcus yeah. back in a Warriors. I would not. I, I don't care. Do they look? Draymond's like homies with Demarcus. He's, I know, but it's just he's not a he's not a people's person. He's Demarcus Cousins is still I, I think that's inefficient. Yeah, he's, he's very hard to work with. Right? I, I think that's Cal. I think I, I think he's a competitor, but I think his teammates genuinely like him. I think it would be awesome for Wiseman to yeah. go up against Demarcus Cousins every day in practice, even if Boogie isn't doing that much. I know he loves the Warriors culture. Loves Curry. Loves Curry. Draymond. Uh, Draymond. 
Oh, everybody loves Clay. That's a given. Uh, I think he'd even in perfect, and he wouldn't only just help Wiseman. I think he'd help Pascal as well. Uh, somewhat similar scores. Uh, really like to use their body, big guys, and uh, I I think it'd be nice. Plus, it, I mean, if unfortunately, like if Wiseman and Looney go down again, it'd be nice to have at least one more capable center. You know, above yeah. six. Yeah. Above six seven, you know, not once Scott. I understand that part. The problem is he takes so many goddamn mid range shots, and his entire career he's never been over thirty percent on them. Well, like, you, what do you think? I, you need to shoot now. You're if you're a center, you need to yeah, shoot. Yeah, yeah. but if he can't do it. I don't think he plays a lot of minutes though with yeah. the Warriors. If he comes, I think, that's true. He doesn't even play a lot with the Rockets. Yeah, he's like a fifteen minute guy. Also, what I love about Demarcus is uh, beginning of last season he came out and said when he was with the Warriors in the finals, like he was playing on one leg pretty much. In the finals, he wasn't healthy at all, but he wanted to play because it was the finals. Yeah. Also, I'm going to bring something up that's not in the script, but can we talk about the refs in the NBA right now? You're going off script? Off script? <laughs> Breaking news I didn't here. Say, I didn't say this in the Dubs report, but literally the refs cost us one game already in the la- la- last game. Boogie cost us a game. Boogie? You mean Dre? Draymond. Yeah. Draymond. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. But well, we've had games before, like against the Mavericks when uh, stepped out of bounds. Someone stepped Chris out of bounds. I mean, yeah. Chris yeah, Chris yeah. stepped out of bounds, and we lost by a few points uh, on that possession that they stepped out of bounds. They hit a three on. I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't want to be an NBA rep. I feel like it's just too hard of a job. I think you need robots to do it, man. Like you guys, you guys saw it with the Kawhi James Harden thing that Brett saw. It was. Kawhi pushed off and then Harden like flopped and they called and that was game changing call like the rest of these days are just kind of, kind of bad. That's the that's the biggest advantage of Harden's beard. I mean, he, he throws that thing back and refs see it and he gets. Why do you think he put on fifteen pounds? He he gets every <laughs> more surface area. Exactly. <laughs> Harden, see, Harden's actually a genius for putting on the weight. We just we just didn't know it till now. Now he's gonna win a ring. That's way to Brooklyn. I mean, the rest of a tough job either way. Like whether a call goes one day or another, they're gonna receive criticism. So. I think there should be another ref. I think there should be four. Four refs. I think. Where are they gonna run, Brad? Is, I, is there I don't know. Where they run the I mean, <laughs> you got you got three sets of eyes looking at ten dudes. First of oh, all, right. I think the biggest problem is I, I think there's just too many foul calls in general now. I think that I think there's not there should be more no calls. I think they had the fourth ref. He's suspended from the ceiling, oh, like <laughs> and back and forth watching. You know, like when the mascots like flying from the yeah, ceiling, like suspended. Exactly. They have a ref. Yeah, that'd That's be dope. They do. Like the the challenge thing's kind of cool. I mean, it's all right, but like you only yeah, go one a game though. Well, yeah, you can have a challenge official yeah. there, but. Well, that's what yeah, Sakakis is for. That's what Sakakis. Sakakis, yeah. yeah. Everybody loves Sakakis. What do you mean? Yeah. I love Sakakis. But yeah, sorry. I had to bring it up. <laughs> yes. right. We have to take this to a sad note. Yeah, we uh, we, had, we had some sad yeah, news we... earlier this morning with Tiger Woods uh, being involved in a single car car crash. I think over in like Los Angeles or somewhere in Southern California, mm-hmm. I'd assume, considering he was on his way to go to a commercial with Drew Brees and Justin Herbert. Uh, kind of weird combo. For well, they're both from San Diego, right? Or not San Diego, but LA area. I don't know. I but, have no, uh, I have no clue. Oh, that's a bad cr- Wow. Yeah. I'm looking it, at the it pictures. Completely rumbled over. Uh, and the injuries are supposed to be a compound leg fracture in both legs and a completely shattered ankle for Tiger. These are said to, I'd assume leg injuries aren't going to be life-threatening. And they said that Tiger's on in a life-threatening condition, which is good. But it's a sad day. For uh, the go to golf, yeah. uh, 
he was already out with back surgery, trying to prepare for the Masters, and it's it's pretty clear now that he's not going to be able to participate in those come April. But if he were to somehow bounce back from this and get back on top of the PGA Tour once again, it would be something special. But I think that might have been the last that we've ever seen from one of the greatest golfers. Yeah, he, he was heading to uh, Riviera. He was speeding, too. Yeah, it, uh, yeah he was late. He was, yeah. he was trying to... Yeah, He'll be going very fast. Almost hit the director of the commercial's car. When, wow. Yeah, that I'm looking at pictures right now. I'm not sure how he survived that. Jesus. Yeah, I was talking to Kyle about this earlier today. Uh, Tiger Woods might be, if not the, one of the most decorated athletes of all time. Yeah, no, he's right up there with Phelps and uh, Usain Bolt. But, Phelps, uh, yeah. Serena Williams, another. Mm-hmm. I mean, you should even say Michael Jordan, but we're not going to yeah. get into that conversation right now. No, not not today. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so prayers up to Tiger. Yeah. Hoping everything's at well. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll gonna... see you on the links. Yeah. You know, on the high point, Trump did say that he'll be back, so. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah, what we're looking at. Tiger, friend, Donald Trump, issued a statement about the yeah. crash. Get well soon, Tiger. I'll be back. Can. You know, um, it's Raider Nation right there, baby. Yeah, you uh, know. Tiger was given the Presidential Medal of Freedom by Trump in 2019. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're tight. It kind of sucks for a guy who's uh, overcome a lot of adversity and then got back to where he was. Yeah, up and down. Yeah. I, I think Tiger's a guy the golf team will always root for. He, he still is the face of golf when he plays. Well, I don't he, think there's a question about it. Yeah. He went through a lot of diversity, not only because he was, uh, he was young and good, but he was... <laughs> He was uh, exposed to actually a lot of racial things in his career, especially early in his career. Uh, golf uh, fan base was a lot of like older white people mm-hmm. back when Tiger first burst onto the scene, and those people that were growing up in the sixties and seventies obviously have a little bit of differences in their mind when it comes to race. And uh, Tiger obviously wasn't white, and he really just broke a lot of things and just went off and burst onto the scene. Went through that, he went through the adversity of, like, doing some, like, criminally bad things with, like, mm-hmm. DUIs and stuff like that. Going through multiple back surgeries. Divorce. Yeah, divorce. Uh, and then he came back and won the 19 Masters, which was probably the single greatest golf achievement that I've ever seen. And, uh, On a little bit of a brighter note, oh, 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 oh. Uh, indulged in some more golf here. Uh, Jordan Spieth, who was really supposed to be like the next big thing, like mm-hmm. the guy who was kind of supposed to succeed Tiger, you know, it's like the the basketball MJ to Kobe, Kobe to LeBron, whatever. Spieth, uh, who's been struggling a lot the past year, he looked like he's finding his groove. Right now, Dustin Johnson's the best golfer in the world. I don't think there's going to be an argument about that, but it's, it's really, really good to see Spieth getting back on the right track. All right, well, that's going to wrap up halftime. All right, welcome back to the second half, the third quarter, whatever you want to call it. We're back into where's your head at, though. We're talking about basketball. And one of, first off, we're going to be talking about the Celtics. Off to 15 and 15 start. Uh, one of the teams that was projected to be one of the Eastern Conference juggernauts. Uh, are they still a legit contender in the East after their slow start? I think they are. Any team that has... Two guys that can put up 30 points any night uh, have a chance to compete. Obviously, it's uh, getting a little thinner and thinner every week that goes by, especially in the Eastern Conference. You, you don't know what goes on over there. Yeah. But uh, totally I'd say they, they should be a, 
top four, top five team in the East when it's all said and done? I think they still are. I think they're. I, I think they're currently the four seed. Oh wow! At fifteen yeah. and fifteen, the East has been. They're six seed. Yeah. Six seed. Yeah. Anyways, there. the East have, has been pretty dreadful record wise. Yeah, they got the Pistons. Yeah, I think. <laughs> I think the biggest thing for the Celtics is they need they need Kimball Walker to come to form. He's been terrible. He's been awful this awful. year to to put it nicely. Um, if he can come back to being the Kimball Walker from the Charlotte year, he, even last year he was much better than he has been this year. But right now he's he's a negative when he's on the court, and for their quote-unquote star point guard to be as bad as he's been, it's it's inexcusable. And until he gets right, I don't think they're legit contenders. No, but they're not contenders. They they lost freaking all, they lost a potential all-star candidate in Gordon, Hay- <laughs> Gordon Hayward. Danny Ainge came out on the radio a couple days ago and said, this team is it's my, it's my fault. I didn't build the best team. Yeah, they're, they're losing smart right now. And uh, me and Brett watched them lose a lead to choke. They choke. choke the lead away against the Pelicans. If it wasn't for Tatum, they probably would have lost in single over or single uh in four, four quarters, sorry. And and back to Kemba. Kemba's been so bad. They need to trade him. A lot of Boston fans don't like him. You, you know what they should have done? Remember I think it was either last year or maybe two years ago when they first got Kemba, the trade proposal was Miles Turner and Malcolm Brogdon for Kemba and a couple bench players. Yes, yeah, that, that that if they did that trade, Boston might be the best team in the East right now. Also, Kemba right now is shooting five of fifteen, and they're losing to the Kristaps Les Dallas Mavericks as we speak. And but yeah, I just don't think their their bench sucks, and they're relying on Tatum and Brown, which is not going to get it done in the East. I and they're also uh, back to what. Brad kind of said about the trade. They've had opportunities to get superstars, but Danny Ainge does not want to uh, throw in all the chips. Like they had a chance to get Harden, they had a chance to get Kawhi, they had a chance to get Paul George. They just didn't get Anthony Davis as well, and Kevin Durant. You can say his name too, but it's they just didn't go all in because they were the price, close on AD. Yeah, and the yeah. price was like, oh, we don't. Want, Danny Ainge didn't want to do it, but you should have done it, or you're not going to win anymore in the East. He didn't want to part with Jalen Brown. He didn't want to throw out all the pieces, and he should have, but whatever. Not my fault. No. You know, when the Celtics are all healthy, and they're all, you know, in their prime as of right now, they're a really solid team, right? Like, they beat up the, Cel- the Philly. They beat up Philly last year, so um, I think Kemba comes back and doesn't stay. Uh, I think if they pick up Andre Drummond, which I'm not sure if they will, but, uh, you know, that could be a solid big man. I think that helps. They're not going to. They have yeah, three centers there already. Yeah, and I they mean, have Tice, Thompson, and Robert Williams. They're all away Tristan Thompson, right? Like, I mean, like, they're yeah, not solid. They wasted their signing of Jeff T. That was a freaking mistake. He's horrible. He doesn't play. Mm. But, yeah. Mm. All right. Uh, the Celtics are not a legit contender in the East. That's because there's only one contender in the East. And that's the Brooklyn Nets. End of story. All right, on to our last story. Uh, what? What? Can you talk? Hey, what about Joel Embiid? Uh, don't I, I think the, I, I think there's more contender. No, I, think, I think the Nets come out. On. It's 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 the Nets, obviously, and then I put Philly, and then I don't know below Milwaukee. Whatever, whoever. Milwaukee sucks too. The Eastern Conference. Milwaukee, Giannis sucks, but whatever. All right, uh, going to Miami now. Uh, we saw this team make the finals last year, and they had a very rough start to the season this year. But once they got Jimmy Butler back, they seem to be back fully in swing and winning mm-hmm. games again. Is this team uh, similar contenders to what they were last year? 
Yeah, I think so. Obviously, they've had a lot of injuries this year, and that's the thing about the NBA playoffs. Obviously, there's a couple teams that no matter what you do, they're just going to overpower you. But it's all about who gets hot in June, and I think Miami's going to be fine. Yeah, I think right now, looking at the current playoff situation, Miami's out actually out of a playoff picture. But Jimmy Butler's come back. They've won nine of their last 13 games with only losses to us, uh, Charlotte, Golden State, L.A., Clippers, and Utah, which are four pretty solid teams. And if I shouldn't even lost those two. Yeah, they, they probably should have beat us. They once again choked. Um, yeah. But I'm, I'm going to kind of piggyback off what Skylar said again. I, I think this team has the capability of getting hot at the right time like they did last year. I don't think they're going to make it to another finals, but I think they could make a semi-deep playoff run again, possibly make it to a conference uh, at least the second round. Uh, Miami fans, I know, were nervous about how they started, but I, I think they're going to figure it out and be just okay. Yeah, I think they're fine to make the playoffs, at least. Teams have figured out Hero and Robinson defensively. They're going after Hero and Robinson because <laughs> those two cannot play defense their lives. I think they should have went in on Harden, throwing the chips, because this, so this team is as far as Jimmy goes. I mean, Jimmy's not a guy to give you 30 points on any given night, but he's a, he can't. He's a 28 game. He can't. But he you can. know what he'll do? He'll prevent your star from scoring. Yeah, but his yeah, presence yeah. on the court is just he's a winner. It just gels the whole Miami team. Yeah. I I I think uh, they're Dragic is not playing right now. 18 point scorer, but Kendrick Nunn's coming in. I was watching they're them. Missing three big pieces. Yeah, Dragic, uh, Avery Bradley, and um, there's one more. Oh. Um, no, Carter. That's also, I was going to mention that. The, them losing Jay Carter is actually bigger than people think because he started for them every year, every game last season, essentially. But, um, yeah, they're fine. But I was watching the game yesterday with Miami. They were, like, in it with OKC. OKC was battling with them, and then Miami went, like, a 24 run and just blew them out the water eventually. But, yeah, they're fine. I think they're a very like hustle, hustle, hustle team, right? With Jimmy Butler leading them, he's developed into a great leader. And I think with, with his mentality and work ethic, I think he can really like develop this team to be a, you know, like there's two young, two young players, Doug and Robinson, Tyler Hero. Under his mentorship, I think they will definitely flourish even more than they already have. Do I do I see them making it to the NBA Finals? No, obviously there's the Brooklyn Nets, but you know they they do have a lot of promise. That's the thing about Miami. They're, that's them. The great, the great team, South Beach, hard hustle team. But yeah. South Beach. I think they're the third or the fourth best team in the Eastern Conference. Uh, I think they have a shot to maybe make it to the Eastern Conference uh, Finals, but if they're going against Brooklyn anytime there, it's all over for them. Uh, same thing with Philly and Milwaukee. If they're going against Brooklyn, it's all over for them. Yeah. I, well, I, can, I can really well see them playing Brooklyn. And, and, yeah, I see that too. Because they, they, know, they know how to beat Milwaukee. They know how to beat Boston. It's just, yeah. Just Philly. All right, right. You guys want to do some trivia? Let's do it. Now, yeah. the lights for me, please. <laughs> Bottom button. I'm going to need <laughs> somewhere to keep score. I can keep score. All right. Uh, bottom, bottom. I'll, bottom. I'll keep there. it on the... All right. This is, this is the whole baseball uh, trivia, and it is with spring training back in the flow of things. we got who he played for. So I'm going to give you a player. You guys to tell me who he plays for. I'm going to give you four of the teams. And uh, we'll see how this goes. Sean, if you just want to sit it out, you can. It's going to be really tough for you. Guessing game. These are not Guessing. like okay. big name players. Right. And uh, yeah, there's some trickery in, in some of the things that I put in yeah, here as well. Kim Jin Ryu. 
He's heard about this list. But maybe he could be the overtime player. We'll see. So first off, kids. we got Jake Cave, outfielder. Is he on the Rangers, the Giants, the Twins, or the Pirates? I'm going to go Giants. Okay, so I know he spent his majority of his career in Minnesota, but like he's the guy I wouldn't he's gotta be, leave. He's the guy I wouldn't be aware of like if he was traded. Just in case I'm gonna say Minnesota. I'm gonna see like I'm gonna kinda you know, fill this out, see if there's I'm I'm gonna say Minnesota for this one. I agree with Minnesota. I don't think he left. I like the twins. <laughs> I <like> the twins. <laughs> Alright, uh Brett Shaw and Scaly got it right. Alex did not. He did stay with the Twins. Okay. All right. Our second one. Austin Dean, right-handed hitting outfielder. Is he on the Cardinals, the Marlins, the Cubs, or the Braves? Alex? Uh, I'm going to say Marlins. I'll go Cubs. Big ATL. Braves as well. I don't think anybody got it right. It's the Cardinals. Oh, yeah, we, we all got it wrong. Go. He, uh, I think he was in a trade. Uh, I had no clue on that one. When uh, the Marlins traded for, or the, the Cardinals traded for Marcel Ozuna, I think he was in that trade years ago. Wow. So that that actually been, sounds right. If he's I mean. been on the Cardinals for the last few years. Uh, so, he was traded for a minor league outfielder <laughs> named Duguay. Uh, well, Ryan Crouch on his middle list. He was... He was there. I So we got Brett one, John one, Skyler one, and Alex zero. <laughs> on to number three, Esdrubal Cabrera. Is he on the Indians, the Nationals, the D backs, or the Orioles? Alex? Um, we'll go Baltimore. Nationals. I, again, I didn't see anything about him leaving Washington, so I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to go with the Arizona D. Is it Arizona D. Yeah. yeah, Arizona D. Sean has gotten it correct. No, he got I did think signed a minor league contract with them oh this my last God. year. <laughs> that was one I didn't even know about. I was going to the MLB roster, doing this, and uh, it's like, oh, he's on, he's on, I'm back. Just a little refresher for everybody. Yeah. Signed a one-year deal. Yeah, so we got uh, Brett with one, Sean with two, Skyler with one, and Alex with uh, zero. Damn. Next up, we got, <laughs> we got relief pitcher Anthony Bass. <laughs> Blue Jays, Twins, Nationals, or the Marlins? Twins. I, I know this guy's bounced around a little... I want to say Toronto. Hey, you you got you got to stop copying me, man. Go before me. I Toronto too. I gotta stop doing this. So one of us can win. Blue Jays, Twins, Nats, and Marlins. Sean with the Nationals. Nobody got this one right. He's Marlin. He was a Blue Jay last year. Dang. Uh, okay. I believe he's played for the Twins and maybe the Nationals. And I feel like he was a National last year. So but, uh, yeah, he's a Marlin. So okay. we got Brett 1, Sean 2, Skyler 1, and Alex. Sean's going to win, Russ. Still <laughs> 0. Dang. All right. Number 5. Drew Smiley. 
Is he on oh. the Tigers, Ooh. the Giants, the Braves, or the Cardinals? Giants. God, you want to go first on this? I'll let you go. So, just in case you got the same um, name. I think he left the Giants. Uh, what are the teams again? Twins. Oh, wait, no, not Twins. Tigers, Braves, Cardinals, and then Giants. Tigers. I want to say he signed a minor league deal with the Braves. <laughs> we can look at him. Oh, my God. You answer. I want to say Tigers, but they're bad luck. I'll go with the... Oh, he played... God damn it. Atlanta Braves. He the Tigers before the Giants. All right. He's on the Atlanta Braves. He played with the Tigers. No shit. Uh, that was a shot. Coffee, man, and he also played with the Giants earlier in his career. also played with the Rangers, I believe, earlier in his career. But he's the Braves, so we got oh. Brett with two, right? Yeah. Sean with three. Scale with one. Yeah, now it's Alex with zero. Damn. On to number six with Jose Leclerc, a relief pitcher. Uh, is he on the Rangers, the Cardinals, the Mets, or the Pirates? Uh, Pittsburgh. Some Pittsburgh. Jose Leclerc. I think, I think he's still on the Rangers. He's on the Pirates. Go with the Mets. Down the Rangers. They did not move. You didn't. I, I, want, I, I watched a uh, I watched a draft net or draft neck mark video or whatever ranking the relievers and he was still on the Rangers. So yeah, he's he's on the Rangers uh, still. That that was. Just one of the you guys have because you guys gotta mix up. You, you no, I didn't get mixed up. I thought he signed with Pittsburgh. So it's three, three, one, one zero. zero. All right. How many left? Uh, number six. We're going to twelve. Oh, okay. We got. We got. We got, got, got time. Yeah. All right. Number seven. Jemai Jones, a second baseman slash outfielder. Uh, is he on the Royals, the Angels, the Orioles, or the Rockies? Angels. He, I believe he was on. Um, I'll go with the Rockies. Was it Kansas City last year? When he was on here, he was on Los Angeles. I think he was on. I, I yeah, trade. I recognize the name from like Diamond Dynasty. I want to say it was the Angels. I'm pretty sure he got traded. I don't know where he got traded. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna stick with the Angels just in case he didn't move. That's. Uh, that, yeah. That's the safe bet, I think. Yeah, I'm going to go Los Angeles. So you guys did Angels, 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 and Rockies? Correct? Yeah, I think it might be the Royals. Got, and Royals? Got yeah, yeah, great. Orioles. Orioles. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so even you guys the second options weren't... That was like my fourth option. Maybe like negative points for you guys. Uh, on to the next one, we got Jose Urania with the Tigers, Red Sox, Mariners, or the Marlins. Second? Oh, teams? Jose Urania. Tigers, Red Sox, Mariners, Marlins. I'm going to say he stayed in Miami. God damn it, Skyler. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to stick with Miami as well. Same. Um, we'll go Tigers. Hometown he's, team. He's gone, man. Well, what's the score right now? Uh, God oh, damn it. Damn it. Uh, okay. Um, Don't look him up. I, I looked him up after. I, I, I'm not changing my answer. I didn't say who got it right yet. I know. What's, what's three, three, one. Three, three, one. Uh, Chonga, this one, right? <laughs> uh, so it's three, four, one. With Chonga in the lead. All right. Next up. Wait, where do you go? Tigers. 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 Yeah. Next up, we got Zach Davies. Is he on the Brewers, 
The Cubs, Padres, or the Rays? It's on the Cubs. Alex is the biggest Cubs fan I know, so. Like back in his answer? Back in my answer? He was on the pod last year, but he got traded. I 100% know the thing. No, he didn't get, he signed. Actually, I don't. Um, Teams again, please. <laughs> Brewers, Cubs, Padres, and the Rays. It's not the Brewers. It's not the Padres. No. I think uh, it was the Rays. I'm going to go with the Rays. Either the Cubs or the Rays. Um... Yeah, I'm going with Tampa Bay. They they yes. they traded Blake Snell for him, right? He was indeed in part of a trade, yeah. but it was for you, Darvish. I'm on the board, God, baby. Yes. <laughs> I know that one. Four, one. Alex with one. Brett with three. Sean with four. Skyler with one. So you're tied with Alex. I think you got the first one right. Let's go, baby. I'm on the board. <laughs> All right. Number 10. We got Ken Giles. Is he on the Mariners, the Astros, the Phillies, or the Red Sox? Mariners. Mariners. Philly. No. no. The only other team other than the Mariners, it could have been Boston, but I didn't. I don't remember, dude. I, this 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 isn't something I look at. So fuck it. We're going to we're going to go with Seattle, and if it's the Red Sox, I'm going to be very upset. He is a Seattle Mariner. Yeah, so you're not Damn it. Uh, he signed a two-year deal. He just signed. Uh, like $20 million, I think it was, or something. Something actually like, really high. He's, he's not going to be playing this year. He's got Tommy John. So it's two, five? Four, four. Four, four, two, two. Four, two. Four, two. Alex, two, Brett, four. John, four. Skyler, two. Yeah, you're going to have him get them all right, and they're going to have to get them all wrong. Yeah. Good luck. Let's go, Scott. <laughs> Frankie Cordero, is he on the Padres, the Royals, the Blue Jays, or the Red Sox? Boston. Blue Jays. I'm going to go with the Padres. I have the answers again. Padres, Royals, Blue Jays, or the Red Sox? Kansas City. <laughs> I'm also going to go with Kansas City. We got to come back, Bruin. He was in the Andrew Benatendi trade, going to the Red Sox. He has played for the Padres. He has played for the Royals. So we got Alex still in the race. Oh. This guy has pretty much been eliminated. It's okay. So it's three Alex, four Brett, four Sean, and he's two. two. Wah, 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 wah. I... Two. <laughs> All right, our last question. That will be legend Joe Kelly. Is he on the Red Sox? The White Sox, the Royals, or the Dodgers? Ooh. Say again? The Red Sox, the White Sox, the Royals, or the Dodgers? I feel like I would have saw something, so I'm going to say he stayed with the Dodgers. Hey, you're out. I mean, he can well, still I, answer. I, he can still answer. Right, 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 you go first, right? <laughs> I'll stick with the Royals, too. Uh, I know, I think the Dodgers, I'm going to say Royals. Better still. White Sox... Dodgers, Royals, what was the fourth one? Red Sox. Red Sox. I don't think he went back to the Red Sox. I think it is between Royals and Dodgers. Um, I feel like he's a pretty well-liked guy around the MLB. I'm going to stay stuck with the Dodgers just because I haven't seen a headline. 
If Sean won on this one with the Royals, what's so the uh, other other team? What? A Sox. White Sox. White Sox. White Sox. Dodgers. Dodgers. Royals. Royals. Dodgers. I'm going to say he stayed yeah. with the Dodgers. You have to go different for me if you want White to White Sox. He went to the White Sox. Joe Kelly, who uh, clowned Carlos Correa after striking him out in the 2020 season, has a mural in Los Angeles. And it will remain in Los Angeles. He stays with the Dodgers. Poggers. And uh, Brett's the champion once again. W's. We'll make up questions next week. Please don't be minor league signings, Brett. <laughs> hey. I, I, I'll, 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 I'll make sure. <laughs> no. I, I know Sean guessed on literally every single one of those, so I'll make it a little more Thank you. You know, easier. Sean got, Sean got second. Yeah. Sean single-handedly <laughs> controlled second place. Alex got third. Actually, Skyler... And Alex tied for third in the end, but yeah. There we go. So <laughs> as that happens, the Warriors win. Should should be rough. That's gonna hit these three throws. Yeah. Twenty seconds left. Yeah. So that's trivia for this week. Let's get to our layups. Let's get to our bold predictions. And let's go home. Let's get out of here. So layups last week. I had the Pelicans minus three versus the Blazers. That did not hit. I believe it was a four point win for the Blazers. Uh, Brett had the Blackhawks minus one versus Detroit. That did hit because Detroit sucks. Uh, <laughs> Skyler had the Bucks cover versus Toronto on Thursday. That did not happen. Nope. Alex had the Knicks minus ten and a half versus Orlando, and that also did not happen. It's a lot of points to take for New York, bro. My he's uh, got a boner for him. So. My layup this week is going to be the Chicago Bulls over the Minnesota Timberwolves uh, minus four and a half for the Bulls. Uh, this week, I'm going to take the Colorado Avalanche and Nathan McKinnon to beat Minnesota. I don't know the spread on that game. I will get back to you. But I, I think it's actually going to be a pick on They have similar records. But a Pacific Division matchup, Colorado over Minnesota Wild. Yeah, I got the Utah Jazz covering against the Lakers at home on Wednesday night. I expect this one to be around six or seven points. All right, it, on. It's eight and a half. Oh, it is? It's eight and a half. Oh, damn. Uh, I'm gonna go with. Hmm, I'm gonna go with number. I'm gonna go with number fifteen, Virginia minus eleven and a half against NC State tomorrow. And I got Michigan over <laughs> Iowa, of course. What's the spread? Right. I don't know. If All, right. Nope. All right. Lock it in for Sean. Yeah, lock it in for Sean. We're going through our bowl predictions. Where we actually had a pretty good week. I don't know what Sean's was, by the way. It's not recorded on here. But last week I had the Nets being the Lakers by fifteen plus. Didn't that didn't that happen? No, eleven. Oh, it was an eleven point game. By eleven. Uh, Canucks being the Flames for Brett. That did happen. Child Brandon in Canada, Vancouver, Surrey. Sorry, just give out your hometown. Game was <laughs> <laughs> going there in the first yeah, place. He doesn't listen to this anyways. So. Yeah, uh, together the Heat over the Lakers on Saturday. I believe that was the ABC primetime game of yes, the week, sir. and uh, that did happen. And Alex had the Wizards over the Nuggets. That also did happen. So a pretty good week for the boys. But for this week, I'm going to that Lakers Jazz game. I got the Jazz winning by thirty plus. Third, God. Okay. That is an beyond bold. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with hockey. It's been recipe for success as of late. I'm gonna have the Anaheim Ducks beating the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, Coyotes actually won the matchup yesterday by a final score of four three. 
in these back-to-backs, it's often hard to win two in a row. Um, the Ducks come in, I believe, three games under 500. The Coyotes are hot, riding a three-game win streak, three games over 500. I'm going to have the Ducks beating the Coyotes in the second game of a back-to-back. I'm going with New Orleans over the Bucks on Thursday night. The Pelicans had a nice little comeback victory over Boston the other day, and the Bucks just got terrorized by Toronto twice, so I don't really trust them right now. Going with the Pelicans. Um, I'm going to have Friday night. Portland beats Lakers by 15-plus. We're not going to get all of these. You know the Lakers are going to be one of these teams. At least I hope so. Yeah, we have a lot of Lakers. It's just bold prediction, bro. I had the Wizards beating the Nuggets. That probably shouldn't have happened. I have the Hornets beating the Suns 103-101. to Tomorrow. Wow. I got another bold prediction. It's me beating Brett in fantasy hockey. Currently up 10 points. Yeah, my team threw up a dud yesterday. Yeah, okay, still have the most good, points but, in the league. Uh, you know, it's a big week for me after terrorizing Paul, TJ Oshie. Shout out, Paul. In the week. But, uh, it's going to do it. Episode 24. It was a fun one. It was a pretty fucking long one, I feel like. It was. It was like an hour and <laughs> 37 minutes or so. Uh, but, yeah, next week we'll be back with a full free agency preview. Yeah, it's going to be most of the episodes, so be ready. If you want to talk Feel free to see, uh, make sure you get in. Oh yeah, go Jets.